Hey, what's up, y'all? Alan Kenny, host of Blatant Homers and Podcast. Uh, and uh, we've got a special guest this week, uh, Ted Wynn of The Athletic. He, I believe he also writes for uh, USA Football. Um, he's going to talk to us a little bit about a piece that he has out this week uh, uh, with his uh, film breakdown of uh, Kyler Murray, what he saw, and uh, what he thinks the ceiling is really for uh, Oklahoma's presumed starting quarterback. So let's go ahead and welcome him on. Ted, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Sure, sure thing. So I guess my first uh, my first question here is, you know, I'm looking at this piece uh, in that you wrote for The Athletic about uh, what Murray brings to the table. And I guess before we get into uh, what you're actually seeing out of him, what, uh, I mean, do, do you feel like there's enough kind of tape on him to go on bef- that you can kind of uh, get a good feel for what kind of a player he is? Um, you know, with uh, looking at my film review, obviously he didn't. Ha- he doesn't have a lot of playing time. Um, he, you know, he was mostly there. He mostly got playing time in mop-up duty when Oklahoma was winning by you know multiple touchdowns. And his only significant playing time came in the, during the West Virginia game when he uh, when Baker Mayfield was benched for the first drive and he ended up leading the offense down for a touchdown. But uh, I think what we could assess from his limited playing time is his skill set and what kind of physical ability he has. And I think there's definitely enough plays where we can kind of tell what he's capable of. So uh, did you also look, too, though? I mean, he got some starting time at Texas A&M, I believe it was back in 2015. Did, uh, did that factor in at all to uh, what, you, uh, what, you, what you put together? No, I didn't look at that tape just because it was so long ago, and you know he was a, a freshman at the time. I think that he's a, probably a much different, much more mature player than he was at that time. Um, and I think you know, even though the offenses are similar, I, I think uh, Oklahoma's offenses system is uh, different in many ways. Where I think the A and M tape might be uh, might not tell you know a complete picture of who he was, who he is now. So let's go through it. I mean, first of all, what was maybe the you know first thing that really uh, caught your eye about Murray? Uh, obviously, he's extremely athletic. He's probably going to be one of the, the fastest quarterbacks uh, in college football next year. Uh, as far as passing, he you know he showed that he could zip the ball in there, but he also was able to throw a touch. Uh, he showed good tra- trajectory control, so he could you know make those bullet throws, but at the same time he could put some air on the ball, and that's really important in this offense where they feature a lot of uh, pop passes where you have to kind of put that ball right over the linebacker before the safety gets there. Um, how about his accuracy? I mean, I know that that's one uh, concern that uh, a lot of fans have. Uh, you know, having uh, what little based on what little we've seen him so far. Yeah, I, I haven't seen him throw. I haven't seen. Um, obviously, the sample size is small, so I can't say that you know Murray is extremely accurate just because there's not enough th- throws to, to make that assessment. But at the same time, he hasn't been off anytime a receiver is open. He's put the the ball in the money, so um, he looks like it looks like accuracy is not going to be a b- big problem for him. Okay, how about uh, his arm strength? I mean, you know, it's actually kind of funny. One of the more interesting one of the interesting thing I've heard is that. Uh, I know that despite you know his uh, high uh, draft pick there in the uh, baseball draft, uh, there's there's actually some concerns about his arm strength there, as uh, you know in terms of throwing from the outfield. 
Uh, I mean, based on what I saw, he was able to put a lot of zip on the ball when he needed to. He could, you know, fire in a pass and uh, get it there quick. And he made a couple of really far throws. Uh, so, you know, without seeing him in practice and every day, just based on that limited film, it didn't look like arm strength was a problem at all. I would say he actually has a pretty strong arm. Um, but, I mean, what were the concerns that they had? Did they have, you know, did people have any um, specific examples that they pointed to to say that his arm wasn't strong enough? Oh, no. You know, I mean, in this case, it was a, it's actually a baseball thing, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the, talking about uh, the throws that he could make from the outfield. And again, that's uh, uh, very limited, you know, and, and I'll be honest. I mean, I haven't really even I've hardly even watched him play baseball at OU. So I, I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. I just thought that that was an interesting um, you know, observation, uh, you know, in light of the fact that he's a, also a quarterback, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was based on what I saw. I would say he has a very strong arm. Um, comparable to uh, May- Mayfield's arm strength. Okay, okay. So, I mean, you know, throwing from the pocket, uh, he's not a tall guy, you know. I mean, he's listed at 5'10", and I bet mm-hmm. that's being generous. Uh, how big of an issue is that going to be for him, do you think? I don't think that's going to be a huge issue uh, in this offense because of the type of passes or type of passing concepts that he'll be asked to make. Uh, you know, May- Mayfield did make a lot of, you know, five-step, uh, progression reads that he'll make the NFL, but he also made a lot of, you know, he was also very effective on boot plays. He was also um, very effective on uh, RPO plays, uh, a lot of creative play action passes that, you know, got guys wide open. So I don't think it's going to be a huge issue. I don't, I don't think uh, Riley is going to be asking him uh, to take five, seven step drops and go from progression, progression uh, too, too much. You know, I think that he's going to, uh, tailored offense to to his strengths and um as far as being in a pocket uh we, we don't know how he's going to respond to you know being asked to run those concepts yet so that's that's hard to say yeah that's that's absolutely true um i guess then in terms of uh you know maybe uh fading the ball in windows and whatnot i mean did you see any issues with that uh, or timing throws you know anything like that maybe on those uh shorter and intermediate routes no, he actually threw the ball really well uh, into tight windows. Um, there was a throw he made in, I think, the UTEP game that was just, you know, un- unbelievable. Maybe between three guys, and uh, he zipped it in there with some anticipation. Uh, so he, he, like I said, he has the physical ability to do it, but then he's going to have to prove that he has the mental ability to make the correct reads consistently over a larger sample size. Yeah, Um how about as a runner? Uh, I mean, obviously he's he's very fast. Uh, I mean, I guess you know it, it, it seems it seems like it, it's kind of a given that uh, you know that that uh, Riley will use him in that regard. But I mean, what I guess in terms of to the overall offense, what do you think that his legs bring to the table? Uh, I think that um, the OU running game is going to be better just because you got three out of five. Offensive lineman returning, you have a guy that, you know, you have a running back, Rodney Anderson, who's probably going to be one of the top backs in the nation next year returning as well. So just by having those guys return, I think the running game should be a bigger focal point of the offense. And then you have Murray and his athletic ability uh, to add in there. I think he just adds that home run threat that Mayfield wasn't. Not that Mayfield was a bad athlete. I just think Murray is that much better of a uh, natural athlete than uh, Mayfield is. 
So he's going to make that run game more explosive. And I, you know, I think that's going to be a, fo- a bigger focal point with all those returners. And I think it's going to be a bigger focal point because uh, Murray doesn't have that kind of experience that Mayfield had when he, you know, uh, when he went on his Heisman campaign. So you make things a little easier on him when you run those um, those run option concepts and th- that sort of thing. What do you think in terms of uh, you know what OU is doing with Mayfield? If, if you're if you're Lincoln Riley, what kind of you know plays I think are you are you tailoring uh, you know to kind of fit his skill set? I mean, are we talking? I, I know you've kind of touched on this a little bit, but a lot more boots, a lot more waggles. Uh, you know, what what exactly are you doing there? Yeah, I don't think he's going to add too many new plays because there were a lot of run options that you did run with Mayfield. It's just uh, how often do you run them? So I think that the the usage of those option plays, like you know, outside zone with the midline option, mm-hmm. your basic zone read plays. You might add some. Uh, you might add more plays where you have an extra blocker in case Murray does keep the ball. Uh, so you, you make slight adjustments to the plays you already have, and you run those option plays more often. But I don't think that the offense is going to be remade. I just think it's going to be kind of reconfigured to uh, Murray's strengths. And Ted, I know a lot of what you do is, uh, you know, NFL based, and uh, you know, uh, pardon me, Murray has uh, pretty much made it clear his future is in baseball. But I, what kind of an NFL prospect would he uh, would he grade out to be? From what what you can tell, I mean, you know, he's an awfully small guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, he he has a few things going against him. You know, as far as being an NFL prospect, he's not very tall, like you mentioned. He doesn't have a lot of experience, which is could be seen as a negative by some scouts. Uh, you know, he would only really have one year of uh, fully starting. Um, and again, uh, pl- you know, some people use this as a knock on Mayfield because of uh, they said that Riley's offense was a big, um, big reason why he was able to put up all these numbers because Riley's so creative and uh, able to design these great plays. Uh, so that would be used as a knock against him too. So I think those are the few things that would go against him as a prospect. So I think you know definitely choosing baseball as far as um, being picked ninth overall and uh, just having that sure money is a, a wiser choice for him. Yeah, you also don't have to take a hit too. So <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. that's pretty very good. true. Very yeah, true. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of wrapping up here. Uh, you know, Lincoln Riley's a guy who's obviously getting a lot of buzz. I think in the in the NFL circles, uh, you know, you, you know, you kind of traffic in, in that world. What what what's the talk like there? I mean, you know, is is you know, you you hear about all these uh, teams kind of making uh, these pilgrimages to Norman to pick his brain a little bit. Uh, I mean, is is all that legit? Um, I mean, it's hard to gauge what they're as far as. Coaches are very interested in Oklahoma's offense and taking concepts and using that as part of their offense. Uh, but it's it's hard to gauge whether people are really interested in bringing in Riley to take over an offense because uh, you know you, you see the, all these college concepts coming to the NFL, but it, it, they're really only ran maybe twenty or thirty percent of part of an actual NFL offense. Uh, but they're effective in their their small usage rate. Uh, but if you if you're taking Riley and bringing him to the NFL, then you're saying that you know you're going to take his offense and run it 100 percent of the time. That's more questionable to whether it could work or not. Uh, so it is a huge jump to say that you're going to take Riley and put him in the NFL. I definitely think he has the creative ability to do it. Um, but 
it his offense is definitely different from what you see on Sundays. Yeah, well, there's yeah, there's absolutely no doubt about that. Well, uh, Ted, you know, thanks so much. I really do appreciate it. It's a great article. I really, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm totally in the tank for the athletic just because I love the way that uh, all the articles are presented and all and the technology you guys are using there. But let everybody know where they can find your work. Uh, you can find me on the athletic. Uh, I write for USA Football as well. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at fb underscore film analysis. All right. Well, Ted, thanks again for joining us. Really appreciate it, man. No problem. Thanks for having me on. And thanks to you all for joining us, too. For the Blade Overs Podcast, I'm Alan Kenny. Take it easy.